Hello and welcome to Leashed Dad's podcast. And of course, that's Justin. That everybody is Jared. We are two Leashed Dads that get together to discuss our everyday lives while chained to our parental responsibilities. And this week, it's back to school season, folks. Talking about back to school. Or for those that have your first child going to school for the first time. It's not just back to school. It's school season. Finally. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, we're back in school. School is back in session. (laughs) You know, you you never do realize how depressing summer is until 8 o'clock September after Labor Day or (laughs) the day after Labor Day. Yes, exactly. And, and they're off on their own, learning all the wonderful things to learn. <laughs> <laughs> and not well, in the house. <laughs> for the for the moment, I guess they're not really learning anything yet. I don't know. I don't keep track of my kids' schedules. But, um, no, I'm glad they're finally, the children are back in school. Um, you know, and we'll definitely kick off with that in a moment here. But, you know, I had a short week. Well, uh, it's Labor Day, so, uh, well... Happy belated Labor Day to everybody, uh, which means everybody here, hopefully that had a day off on Labor Day, now has a short week work week. So congratulations to you all. Um, and it's it's nice. <laughs> uh, again, kids are returning to school or I've got my youngest son going to school for his first time. It is great. And it's bittersweet at the same time. I do still have one more to go through that'll be a few years from now but then it'll be nice because at that point maybe there is a true career change in my life i don't know yet we'll see um sadly though i've got some bad news one of my van windows randomly broke what yeah how does that happen i don't know my neighbor had texted me saying hey i tried calling you wanted to let you know that your van window broke uh, most of the glass one? Was, um, one of the passenger door, like the pull open doors, like the slide wow. door. Yeah, I'm uh, pretty sure it was due to heat because most of the glass was on the outside where if somebody actually tried to break in, all the glass would have been on the inside. Um, so there was a it was a big mix of he- probably heat. I mean, we did have that nice heat wave. So, um, you know, that's bad. You know, it's bad news when you have a van. But right now I've got it ghetto rigged with plastic. So keeping bugs out, keeping the rain out. Um, I had to redo it. I used plastic wrap and then I used like painter's tape. Yeah, that didn't hold very long. Um, It held through the night, which is nice. But earlier today, I ended up putting duct tape on it. My fear was using duct tape was going to ruin the paint of the the van. But at the same time, it's the most suitable tape that's out there that's going to hold it. Um. So it's it's all good, but I'm getting it repaired on Friday here, so uh, it'll all be already be repaired by the time this airs. Um, and you know, during this heat wave too, I uh, Sam and I had taken the kids to the park, um, get them out of the house. Even though yes, people are like, why are you getting them in the heat? Uh, it's just nice to get out of the house. Um, it wasn't like. I think it was really just a lot of sun bearing or beating down on people. Not so much like humid kind of heat, except for 
like today and yesterday. Oh, today was nasty. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But it was what it is. So that's that's kind of my week in a nutshell. Yeah, well, you know, thanks for bringing up the short week because I love these short weeks. As, as much as I love taking the time off, I, I love the short week is just as much. It's like the cherry on top of the Sunday. But um, mm-hmm. I actually took off yesterday because uh, my whole my entire family, Antonio, you know, the girls and Natalie, we went to a wedding in uh, Verona, which is outside of Madison. Yep. And uh, it was obviously in the heat. It was an old church, no air conditioning. Uh, the tiny little fans in the ceiling were going as fast as they could. Uh, but uh, that was the only downside of the entire weekend. It, the wedding was absolutely beautiful. The The ceremony, you know, I, I got choked up as I usually do at weddings. You know, that's just me. <laughs> But uh, it was one of my cousins, uh, and uh, yeah, it was it was great. She was the first of her sisters to get married. Uh, nice. One on the way, and maybe a third one. Who knows? We'll we'll have to see. Um, but other than that, uh, we got some pool time in. The girls were a little bit just chaotic as they always do when we're in a hotel. Uh, but uh, we didn't get home until kind of late afternoon on on monday and uh, i kind of made a a rule for myself and and natalie agreed with me that anytime we're coming back on a day we're supposed to have off or like like let's say we came back late afternoon on sunday well i'm not going to have any time to decompress after being away for you know a couple days on end and there's laundry to be done. There's shopping for food that needs to be done. There's cleaning that needs to be done. I can't go to work immediately, you know, a couple hours after coming home from that vacation and expect myself to be fully ingrained in what's going on. Hmm. So really, me taking off is a courtesy to my <laughs> to my employer because I would be absolutely useless. So it benefits them that I took off. <laughs> <laughs> took off an extra day it benefits them mm. yes yes Everybody, yes uh, everybody's definitely different in that in that regards like to me honestly there is a i don't remember how long ago this was but when you take a vacation right they say the recommended number of days away from work is like eight because it's just enough. Apparently, it's just enough to get away, to relax, but then allow yourself to adjust, knowing that the next day you are going back to work. Yeah. So I do like how you have that already kind of like a strategy in a way. Take that extra day off, because like you said, you're not going to be able to focus on anything else. Nope. So nope. So other than that. Uh... Super busy, very hot. Today it rained and then the sunshine was blaring, so it was didn't just, help. I didn't want to step outside, honestly. It was so bad. I did once to say goodbye to Eleanor and or say hello to Eleanor, whatever. But um, it was pretty bad. Nice. Yeah, I'm comfortable in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know the you know the sad thing is, it's in my basement. I get cold, so I put on a sweatshirt. I have the AC running in our house, so I keep this sweatshirt on when I go upstairs. But then I get next to like my door to go outside. I'm just like, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> I I'm wearing my sweatshirt. I'm not taking it off because I know I'm just going to be down in the basement where I'm getting cold. It's just not going to be a fun time. <laughs> so um, you do that year round, huh? You don't have a sweatshirt on now. No, because I'm actually comfortable. Oh. But it's like it's really like right in the mo- first thing in the morning and everything. Yeah. Where I mean, I even sometimes wear my shoes down in the basement. Because okay. I, yes, I wear socks or I could wear slippers, but I prefer to wear shoes so I have some sort of like warmth or keeping warmth at my feet. Um, that's also why I wear a sweatshirt too. But if I don't keep my temperature regulated, I start dozing off, like a hedgehog. Yeah, you go into like hibernation. a hedgehog. Yeah, yep. But I I can still wake up. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't have that strong possibility of not waking up from hibernation, <laughs> but it's it's pretty bad one. Just in a big grizzly bear. <laughs> yeah. Except my hibernation only lasts for like five minutes until I get warm. As he drinks the Celsius. <laughs> hey, this is to keep me awake. I'm gonna need it. It's gonna be a long night. So, are you a proud daddy today? Yes. I'm always yes. a proud daddy. I am always a proud daddy. And speaking of which, I know we I briefly mentioned this before. You know, kids are returning to school. Nico's first time in school. Um, so, to preface, Nico's first day, he, goes, he only goes for half days, which isn't bad. You know, it's kind of like a, it is a 4K program that he's part of and Sam has a tradition or kind of a tradition of dropping kid, the kids off on the first day of school uh, by herself. This, yeah. Usually by herself. Okay. Um, but this year it was a little different because the kids are all at different schools. So Arlo and Kane are at the same school, but Nico's at a different school. They all have to, they all start at about like eight twenty or eight thirty in the morning. Right. Um, so the older kids got dropped off by grandma, which is how it normally runs throughout the school year, unless she has something going on where she can't do it. Um, but yesterday with it being the first day of school, Sam took Nico and normally she would get a picture of him or she'd take pictures. As soon as Nico got to the building, there was no turning back. He was so excited. There was no turning back like, bye, mom. It was just like right to the teacher, into the building, and done. It makes me a proud dad to know that he is actually excited to go to school like that. And yet it makes me even more proud that he's excited to come home after the day, too. He's not like throwing a fit, saying, oh, I want to stay, or, you know, he's not like, Yay, school's done for, you know, whatever, right? And he's just happy that he's in school and actually coming home as well. Um, and actually kind of 
took some heartstrings a little bit today when he saw me because um, I dropped him off, but then I had picked him up and he was like very happy to see that too. So awesome. Yep. It's like an understanding for him that he's uh, very happy to see us uh, or see the same person drop off and pick up. <laughs> right. Or getting what he wants when he's like, you pick, are you picking me up? Well, we'll see, buddy. Who knows? <laughs> so what about you? I'm kind of the same way, actually. I'm very proud for the, like, the same reason you are, because Eleanor loves school. She sat down in her desk the first day and started opening up her gift from the teacher. And then it was just like, okay, bye. You know, just, okay, go, go away. <laughs> I, oh, so I'm where I need to be. To you can leave room. now. <laughs> huh? You got to go into the room and uh, sit down with her for a little bit? Oh, we really didn't sit down. We just kind of walked her to her locker and then her sat her down on her, her desk. Uh, and th- that's just kind of a first day thing, I guess, at the at the elementary sure. schools, especially for kindergarten, where the te- where the parents can kind of you know send their kids off in the school instead of letting them just wander in for the second time ever, you know, by themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there would be some teachers and guidance counselors there to, to direct them in the right place. But I think it's just a courtesy for the first day because after the first day, it's not allowed. You can't even, you know, even when you're picking up the child, you can't go in school. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. We don't actually get to do that in our school buildings at all. Um, Nico, we have to park our vehicle and we just have to stand by the doors waiting for it. You know, we can't even like there's a time zone or time limit that we have. Or it's a time range um, to drop off. Because again, class actually starts at like 8.30. So he's got he can't be there any earlier than 8.20. Mm -hmm. Um, And he has to basically be picked up no later than 11.14 or whatever. Um, Otherwise, if anything's like over time, they consider that as like a daycare at that point. And we could get charged for daycare cost at that point. Hell no. Yeah, exactly. But parking in his area like in his building is a pain in the ass like there's very few parking spots uh especially when you've got four classes like four teacher four different classes there that are half day and you've got all these parents trying to park and whatnot yeah it's a pain in the ass but needless to say um we we went to the meet and greet for him a couple week in, or a couple weeks back, but we only get to stop. We only get to drop him off at the door. Teacher will be okay. waiting at the door and be like, "All right, come on in." You know, they might grab their arm and you know, grab them and pull them in, kind of guide them, really. Um, but then after that, it's whatever. Uh, as for Kane and Ar- Kane and Arlo, uh, they just get dropped off in the playground area, and then. Once it's ready to go, like I believe on the first day of school, the teachers will come out and have them line up in their respective lines. And they have it kind of labeled like kindergarten, first grade, second, third, fourth, and fifth. And then, the te- you know, they'll line up in their respective line uh, based on their first grade, based on the fact that it's like a first grade and they have their line for like their teacher or whatever. So... The parents never we never even get to go into the school at all, except for like special events that are after school. Right. Like there's 
choir concert or um, things like that. It's but it's okay. So I, I like your idea. I like what your school does though, letting them have that courtesy to drop their you know drop your kid off at like their locker and get them kind of acquainted. Um, again with the building or whatnot, make them feel comfortable yeah. and know kind of guide them through again. So it can be a scary thing, but yeah, I think the thing our teachers do is they're always with them on that first day of school anyways. Um, and taking them to their room. But most of the time they also already had dropped their stuff off too. So. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's kind of our school. I mean, that's a big difference between our schools, our school areas, right? Our school districts, um, which not a bad thing, but that's probably only kindergarten for you, right? I mean, after kindergarten, is there much need, especially if the kid has been to that school in a full year beforehand, do you need to send a first grader to sit down at the desk with you by their side? I don't think so. I mean, especially, like I said, if they've been there all of last year for kindergarten, they know the school. They just got to right. know their teacher in the room and you're done. Yeah. And that's kind of like the home. That's like the house meeting or the meeting, you know, your open house. Yeah, the open house. That's what it is. Thank you. The, like no one problem. day or two day open house kind of thing. So, yep, it's it's nice. But yeah, no, I am um, super excited for the year. Honestly, I can't wait to see what happens. Um, three of my four children are in school. Sorry, four or five <laughs> are back in school. But is that crazy? It's crazy that two of them are in fifth grade already. Hopefully fifth grade. Hopefully they're both in fifth grade. Um, <laughs> I know one is for sure, <laughs> but it's just crazy to know. <sighs> you look at it and you go, Jared, we're getting freaking old. We're getting older. Yeah. <laughs> I watch. certainly don't feel any older. I mean, 32 isn't that old. <laughs> No, but just think. Children are going off. Ask me that question during graduation. Then we'll talk. (laughs) As in like graduation high school? Yeah. Okay. My last kid will be out of high out of our hair by the time I'm 50. Wow. Just to put it in perspective already. I will be uh, <laughs> just I'm putting it in perspective. 47, I'm be, 48. I'm going to be 50 years old by the time my last child is out of high school. It's messed up. But it's okay. I'm happy. I'm happy with my children. But yes, um, school season, uh, you know, there's I don't know how much we want to talk really about it. I wanted to do it just because it's going to be, I thought it would be fun. It's exciting. It's really the first or the second day of school. Um, what does this mean for parents? You know, actually I want to get an idea here. Um, for those of you that would love to participate, we do have, you know, you can participate uh, through an exclusive thing on Spotify here uh, by doing, uh, we've got a Q and a, uh, we've also got a poll that you can do as well. I will um, 
that will be set up. So if you want to interact with that, give us some feedback through that way. That'd be great. Um, you know, I want to know based on a Q and a here, two things, two things here. What scares you the most about your children going to school? And what are you most excited for with this school season as a parent? So, you know, Jared, let's start with you. I want to get an idea since I have you on, you know, here, what, what scares you most right now with, with Eleanor being your first child in school? I don't know how to really answer this without getting too depressing. Uh, But elephant in the room. We all know what's capable at public school. Any freaking school out there. Okay. Mm -hmm. We all know what's capable. We've all, you know, since Columbine on. We all have seen the news and or have had relatives affected by, you know, shootings or whatever. That still scares the piss out of me, but at the same time, well, I'll answer the second part when you ask the next question, but that is the most scary thing for me, knowing that they're in a public space that is totally out of my control, and which is why I am very strongly for homeschooling, but maybe more so at an older age, like middle school and high school than elementary. But so I'm, I'm more scared about anything bad that can happen to them while there. And that includes bullying. I, I, I was bullied in, in elementary school, maybe not kindergarten, but still, uh, and that, that also concerns me. So it, it's just the emotional damage or physical damage that my child could endure while at school what are are you scared of you know honestly i didn't think uh think anything of like any type of violence like gun violence um i was more when i was thinking about this question um this is kind of one of those things where i talked to another parent the other day actually just yesterday and because her her son uh just started uh, kindergarten or 4k as well and she's like the one thing that i'm kind of scared of is what he's going to pick up on in, re- in in regards to attitudes or you know like you said bullying um it's it's just not fun knowing that you have control or you can control your kids attitude at home but you can't control what they pick up on when they go to school so like when they meet new friends or meet their classmates how are how are those classmates going to react um there's definitely that's the thing that can be scary them to me as well because for the longest time you've had the control of how your children can act and behave you can correct that yes teachers have you know can correct the children's actions as well um but in the long run my child's in school now or my children have gone back to school people start developing different habits such as bullying um for whatever reason you know maybe there's some sort of insufficient um 
learning at home or there's some neglect at home. So they find ways to take it out at school. And that's kind of how a lot of bullying does happen is something happens at home. So they use their emotions and they find this is their way of coping. Essentially. It's not an, still not an acceptable way. I'm not condoning bullying by any means. Uh, but you know, at that point, they're fine. They're have they're getting their outlet. They're using school as an outlet. Um, that's what still scares me the most is bullying is never going to go away, and bullying can lead to the gun violence. So, really, in a roundabout way, I'm still scared of what children can pick up on. Um, but that's. I never really thought about the gun violence or any type of like big violence before um, as something as of recent uh, in the past. Yes, it's come up because it has happened to us with Kane um, where he has been on the the bullying side or he has been the bully before, um, but that was quickly handled uh, and haven't had any types of issues since. Uh, so thankfully, it doesn't. Hopefully, it doesn't change. Um, but yeah, I mean, what still scares me the most is just what kids pick up on from other kids uh, due to the different different living environments that they come from. Yeah, and folks, for you newcomers, we do have an episode of bullying. Uh, as to what number it was, I don't really know, uh, but we did a couple episodes, uh, one for sure about bullying. If you guys want to check that out on our takes about that subject, yes, uh, it got it got pretty intense. Uh, I remember that episode; it was it was intense. There was some heat. There was definitely some heat bu- uh, building up, and it wasn't because uh, we saw we didn't see eye to eye by any means. Uh, it just became very heated because of something that was somewhat passionate about uh, or had involved, you know, like I said, my child. So it's very, or my children, it's, it's a very hard thing when you're, when you know that your child has been a victim or is the bully at at that point as well, or the, uh, the perp. Um, And so, yes, if you like, by all means, go back. You can look look it up. Uh, you take a look. It's titled "Bullying" uh, of some sort. I don't remember what the full title is. Uh, <laughs> it's been episodes, um, but you definitely could find it. You can even uh, up, uh, put a message on it or something to up upload it to. So um, take take a listen to it uh, as well to cover that. Um, but yeah, so tell me. I know I did say this is like a two-parter, you know, parents, what was the, what's the thing that scares you the most? Again, you can answer that question. But the second thing, what are you most excited for, Mr. Jared? The opportunity for my child to learn more and develop more as a child, uh, especially in kindergarten, you know, learning to, to read, she already knows her letters, but learning to, to read and, and draw and, and sing and just, you know, get acclimated in just the, the, 
I don't know, the standard way of being human in this society where <laughs> you you learn all the basics uh, kindergarten through fifth. I don't, you know, writing. It, it's it, the world is her, her oyster right now. It, it's great. I am so excited to see what the end of the year is going to look like compared to now. I mean, she's already freaking brilliant, but what is it going to be a year from now? It, it's going to it's going to blow me away. I know it is. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I was kind of blown away after some of my children were part of the like um, a development plan because they were Arlo, Kane, Arlo. They were both a little slow on speech, so they had a speech therapist when they were younger. Um, Arlo was quickly dismissed after, I think, 4K or something like that. So his IEP, I guess, I think that's what it's called, um, was dismissed after his fourth or 4K. Um, and in kindergarten, he was great. Um, you know, there were certain things that he still needed to work on, right? And we did work with his teacher. I mean, his teacher was great. Um, all the kids ended up having some sort of homework. Not like, not like overbearing by any means. Um, but you know, it, it was help developing. So for the longest time, right. you know, cause one of the focuses in kindergarten is to learn the alphabet or make sure they have a firm understanding of the alphabet, like capital letters, the lowercase letters, um, kind of know where they're at with that. And then he also started working on his numbers. I mean, he is, he is very good at math apparently at that, you know, based on that level. Um, you know, and then one of the things the teacher wanted him to work on was being able to do five plus five, 10, kind of like at a snap of a finger rather than having to necessarily go like, all right, one, two, like, here's here's your little pebbles, I guess. Put put all the pebbles there. So you've got five pebbles here, five pebbles here. Now you have ten pebbles. You're supposed to know that. You're supposed to be able to go two, 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 four, three, three, six, four, five, nine. Right? Just going off of that. So, I mean, that was great. Uh, he, I think he really kind of picked up with his reading as well. Uh, she would give him books to continue with. I think he's a little behind on the literature side of things still. Um, but that will probably be picked up here again uh, as the year progresses in his first grade. So I'm excited to see really how that year pans out for him. I'm even I'm excited to see what Kane has. I think he's going to come home with some projects finally. Because if I recall in fifth grade, you started doing some projects or I remember doing projects yep. like I think we did a president. You did. Um, I I think I remember doing like research on one president and I had yep. Jimmy Carter at one point. I had George Washington. <laughs> wow. OK, get hey, out of here. Hey, don't. Hey, don't knock him. Come on. Now. <laughs> I'm only knocking on the hair. Come on. It took us how many years to get rid of it took how many presidents to get rid of that hairstyle? That judgy hairstyle. I don't know, but I'm. Why are I'm you really... judging? Ha, ha, ha! <laughs> I'm not judging, but I'm judging. <laughs> Anyways, I am. I am super excited just to see where my kids continue to develop. Uh, what is actually going on? I know Kane yesterday came home with something from his teacher, or one of it. I guess I don't. I don't know how his fifth grade class necessarily works. I remember jumping between. Uh, one of my teachers, 
or I had, I technically had two teachers, but one specialized in one subject and the other one specialized in the other. Um, so on, on, in regards to that, like one was more for the history and just kind of also getting you, you ready for like middle school. Cause I love how they did that. And I, you know, I'll actually talk about that a little bit later as what I remember. So, um, but again, excited to see how Kane develops uh, or continues his education. How Arlo is continuing his education. Um, maybe see what they're most excited for as well here um, throughout the year. But, you know, yesterday was kind of funny when I asked, you know, Kane was okay with it. Actually, he never even gave a response. And I asked Arlo, you know, did you like school or did you have fun? No. His, he's like, oh, I asked him why. He's like, because a kid wasn't listening to me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Get used to it, buddy. <laughs> uh, right? I'm like, but you're not the boss. So he doesn't necessarily have to. Um, but then Nico's was like, I loved it. So let's see how long that lasts with him. I hopefully it does last does last some time, but we'll definitely see as as you know they get older. So that's what I'm super excited for. Uh, just the development, um, how excited they continue and how they you know develop themselves. Um, yeah. And you said you're just ready to see how they develop uh, from that. So all, all good, all good things, guys, again, parents, uh, for your first time or for your children that are returning to school for another year, let us know what you're most excited for. And yes, you know, this might be a cheesy response too, and it's, a, it's still a good response, but finally having the kids out of the house for eight hours a day while you're doing whatever you want to do. I, that was my work. first thing. Yeah. Well, in peace so, and quiet, work in peace and quiet. No. Yeah. Basically uninterrupted work. Finally. Um, you know, that's maybe another thing I do look forward to. Uh, but I only get, I only get like four hours at that point, at that point, <laughs> sometimes if lucky, but we'll see. I think once all the kids are school in school, it'll be definitely different. Maybe I'll, like I said, um, I think this is a far endeavor still. Or once my youngest is in school full time, I think I'll be excited to maybe pursue a different career if I haven't already by that time. But we'll see. So what else? I mean, I guess with the school season, children are back. In school, eight hours a day. It's a glorified babysitting experience. They get an education. We get eight hours or so away from them. <laughs> Is there anything that you would like to... I mean, this is still part of the excitement, I guess. Um, maybe Actually, let's put it this way. Is there anything you're looking forward to most at that point um, in relations to the school curriculum? Oh, I, I can't wait for her to learn how to read. Writing, I don't really, I don't know. You should care about reading. the writing, but what about extracurricular activities? I mean, okay, because when she starts learning how to read... 
you know, that also means you're going to have to sit with her probably if you haven't done that already and teach, you know, work with her on reading or whoever's going to do that. Right. That's kind of yeah, one we of those do things on and off. Okay. I know I'm looking, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how that develops as well. Um, I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see when Kane's teachers will start making that come out or enforcing the reading or even uh, whatever they, whatever else they may have. I know nowadays a lot of kids don't actually come home with homework as they get a chance to do it in class. Yeah. Which, which is okay. I guess for the longest time, I mean, it would make me a hypocrite for saying, okay, I think they should come home with homework. When, when I was a child, I'm like, why am I coming home with homework? You know, I'm a kid. I want to, I want to do what I want to do to me. Coming home is getting away from school. Now after eight grueling hours, um, so does it make me a hypocrite for me wanting my kids to come home with homework when I had to go through the same thing? I don't know. I, I'm kind of torn on the fact because I got repeatedly slammed every grade that I was in, including college that I always had at least an hour and a half worth of homework every night during the school year. And now, you know, talking with some of the parents of older kids who are in high school and middle school now, well, they, they, the teachers give them time to do it in school. Well, why did I get that time? <laughs> uh, well, maybe I did. And I used it talking to the chicks and, and drawing pictures of cars. I don't know. But I feel I didn't get enough time to do the work in school, especially when there was stuff to do online, like essays and papers. They didn't truck us to the computer lab on a daily basis to get that shit done. No, nope. it was all on our own, all on our own. Like, I don't even remember how we we're supposed to necessarily get it done either, because you for one class, like like you said, they didn't necessarily get you to the computer lab every single day to get it done. You didn't if I don't even remember if some not all of us actually necessarily had flash drives at that point either. So all your work. That, was, well, actually, we even had floppy disks. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Floppy, I remember having happened. a floppy disk in grade school, like flash yep. drives wasn't a thing for us until like middle school, I think at that point. Yep. So. No, it was. Yeah, it doing essays, I would say it was very difficult because if you're not able to do it or get it done at school, it's now you have to bring it home. Or if you didn't have a flash drive, you can't necessarily do it until you're in the lab. And at that point, you're hopefully you're being very productive um, or what you had to do. So, yeah, and. Another reason why I, I am so bitter on the whole homework thing when I was in school is that those books were heavy as shit <laughs> and I walked to school and Ooh. I that I still swear that's part of my back problems to this day is carrying at least 25 to 30 pounds on my back for a couple miles. Uphill both ways in the winter. Oh, yeah. No shoes. Kleenex boxes, you know. I'm so sorry that you had wet feet all the time. 
No jacket, just hoodies. That, well, that part's your own damn fault. No, I, I always wore jacket. You needed a place to put your, your Walkman. That's true. That's I don't always have hoodies that fit. So Yeah. No. I remember. I remember like going to a bus stop in high you know, just in the, at that time. At some point in winter or whatever, I would still try to walk out with sweatshirts. I wouldn't care. Uh, eventually it did get cold enough that it's like, okay, time for a jacket. Um, there are definitely, I don't know. College was a different story for sure. Maybe not always wearing jacket, but I, I think I was brought up pretty well that I didn't want to necessarily get sick or feel like an idiot. Um, <laughs> because I wasn't dressed appropriately. Did you own a jacket in college? I don't yeah. remember you wearing one. I did. I was <laughs> okay. always, but I was always in a sweatshirt anyways. So it's like, right. I had my, I had my shirt on. I had my sweatshirt on. I had my jacket on. I got into the classroom or wherever I'm at, take my jacket off. And I'm just in a sweatshirt. Um, even to this day. Uh, now it used to be really, I think really bad in high school or something like that. Because, I would always wear like a black sweatshirt. High school and middle school, I would always wear like black sweatshirts. Even during like summer <laughs> when it was really warm out, I had that. I think I had that sweatshirt face. Don't know. It's just nowadays I go like being how I am now. But that's a whole well, different story. <laughs> that can't be any worse than me having my beanie phase in the dead of summer when I had the long hair down my chin. And I just wore a beanie in the summertime. And You're a freaking idiot. hippie at Come that on, point. No. Huh? You're a hippie. Hippie! No. Um, you got me. No, so at this point, I you know, even talking about that too, I want to kind of reminisce because school season is still huge. So this is also another time for parents and us, uh, you know, as we're doing right now, just reminiscing about those times in school. Um what was really like your favorite moment? And it doesn't have, it could be from any type of schooling. It could be from your college years, your high school years, middle school years, hell, even those grade school years. What was your favorite time in any class? Oh, it has to be in class. Okay. Um, well, then it doesn't then, have to be in okay. class, but just kind of. No, it has to be in class. Otherwise, I'm going to go somewhere where we, where we don't want to go. So, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, in class, well, it's amazing to think that I still remember something from fourth grade, but I actually remember stuff back until probably second or third, but my teacher had went away on on a vacation for a good two weeks. And she was my favorite teacher. And she brought back the class each a pack of bubblelicious bubblegum. What? To say, yes, this was in fourth grade. Pack bubblelicious for each of the students. And I got to pick my favorite, which is the cotton candy, the blue one. Okay. Nice. Uh, so that that's more of a touching one. Another one that uh, really always sticks in my head is when 
we all in high school, we all hated this one teacher. Everybody in the class hated this one teacher. So the entire class pulled a prank on the teacher and we broke her projector when really we just put a piece of paper over the light bulb so it wouldn't work. Oh, it was one of those projectors still? Like you had the lamp and then... Yep. Oh, So we put a piece of paper over the lamp and she couldn't figure it out. So she spent 45 minutes of the class going back and forth from the library and the tech office to try to get it fixed. And we were all just in on it. So it was it was perfect. It was great. I guess one yeah, of the first and only school, times. I guess even in high school, there were still those things out there, too. Right. Those uh, our school projectors. was cheap as hell. We, we didn't do those oh, almost shit. It didn't matter. I mean, even like a decent. Oh, I can't say decent high school because all high schools are decent in their way. Right. Um, but even the high schools with the money, I guess, at that point, they might have still had those. Uh, projectors with the lamp and the clear. That was probably 2006, 2007. I don't even remember when they necessarily got rid of them. I just know in my high school at one point we started getting smart boards. Even actually, I think of one of my middle school classrooms, they were starting to test like the smart boards where you could connect it to the computer and then you can use like the three little pens that are on there and the eraser. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see what it's like in high school now or just in those classrooms now. Um, but it was very interesting. So for me, um, this is just one of those things here. Back in fifth grade, I this is a, uh, a time where we're just doing we're doing assignments and everything. Um, but one of my friends and I, we would, it was like a little, I think it was a science, uh, type of, I think we were in the science subject at the time, but we were doing a reaction test, how fast you could react to grabbing the paper after the person would let go. Uh huh. We were skewing our results in a way. Because we'd have the person that was dropping the paper be like, I'm dropping it. Letting them know that I'm dropping it. Um, So are we messing with the results? Sure. But at the same time, it's like testing another experiment. Because I could say I'm dropping it. How fast are you still going to react to it? Right? Just because I say it, it still might take a little bit for the brain to process after what the person is saying. Um. But it it did, you know, based on some of the results from what I remember, it did help with the reaction time being a little faster than just watching it visibly. So, um, yeah, that was that was always a fun time messing the results up rather than uh, doing the even though we did the assignment at first, it was just like, all right, we we kept going. We kept having fun with it. Um, I think that's actually one of my favorite things is like the grade school era. Or the grade school periods. Um, oh, because yes. everybody at that point, yes, you are still innocent as hell. So every it's not like you had that development of clicks at that point, right? So everybody is still, yeah, you're right. You start developing, 
but my I myself, I was still a social butterfly as hell. Okay, I was the, yeah, one same. of the social butterflies. I didn't matter who it was. I would talk to this person, this person, this person, this person, whatever. Um, but I think that's still one of my favorite things about grade school period is knowing everybody and still being able to talk with everybody, not feeling like you're being segregated from a group because yep. whatever. Um, but you know, the, I think the hardest thing for me though, at that point was grade school for me, I had moved around three times. Okay. So this is, this is something that just was messed up, right? I, the first time I moved, I was five years old. So just before kindergarten or just at the kindergarten time, I moved down to Georgia from Wisconsin. So I went from like kindergarten and first grade in Georgia. Then uh, I moved to Oklahoma for like second grade and third grade. And then I moved back to Wisconsin. So I made friends in each state that I was in and it sucked being the new kid for the time being. But at the same time, you know, because the thing I hate about being a new kid is you, some of these people that have already been in school together. Again, I guess this is still part of that click thing, but still trying to find out how you can be invited in. But at the same time, I think it, as grade school, it is easier to be accepted because everybody's still innocent right. and not necessarily developing like, oh, well, I'm a jock because I like to play sports or, hey, I'm a nerd because I like to play card games or, you know, I'm a, you know, I like to play video games or I'm just a techie, uh, things like that. Um, I mean, granted, OK, look at a jock. They probably like to play sports, but at the same time, somewhere down the road, they still have that connection to being very techy or tech like um, nerd like at that point. I'm not saying it's a bad thing by any means, but you definitely start in high school, middle school, high school. You start developing those clicks of what you right. really are more interested in um, and hiding and pushing the other things aside. So, I mean, that was that was a hard part for me, though, was being the new kid a couple times. Um, but still, I was accepted as well. Because, again, I think being young, you don't really care about what's going on. I mean, you still have you're still in a small enough classroom. Uh, you're you still have your people you're with almost you are with for eight hours a day. You're not going. Here's here's a middle school class. You have this person. Oh, but now you have another class and you've got a different group of people that you could be with. Um you're in the same classroom with the same people eight hours a day. So what about you? I know that was a big rant right there. But what, what's something, another story or some, maybe I know I, I liked your story about the bubble gum from your teacher. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't think of any bad teacher I really had though. Um, or a teacher that I hated. No. I had a few. But what, what's your what's your question? Another another story? Yeah, what's another story or um, maybe what was your favorite uh, range like kindergarten through fifth or I guess breaking it down from, you know, grade school, middle school, high school. 
Uh, and I asked, I asked this because I just, I wouldn't say I found out recently, but the Appleton area school district had sixth grade in the same building as K through five. So it was actually K through six. And then they had the junior high. So seven and eight. Whereas, you know, this is a little different from how I know it, where what me being in the Kimberly area school district, my, my school or elementary schools were K through five. And then middle school was six through eight. Same. And then, and then high school. So I don't, I was curious, you know, that's why I'm asking. Cause I don't want to assume that because I had the K through five and then six, seventh and eighth and middle school, you know, if everybody else had the same thing. Um, so guys tell me what is your favorite range uh, for your, you know, what, what, what grade range was your favorite? And, you know, based on that, uh, did you have more fun when you were in grade school, middle school, high school, if you went to college um, or if you didn't go to college, why, you know, tell me even why you didn't go to college. Love to hear those stories too. Maybe we'll share them too. If you tell us. Yeah, share. Send us an email, Facebook. If you want, comment. you can even send us a voice message on Spotify. Yeah, that too. So, but for me, I don't really have a range. I have great uh, third through fifth. Uh, yeah, third through fifth, and then eight, eighth grade, and then sophomore through senior. Freshman year was terrible. Hmm. Absolutely yeah, terrible. I kind of agree with that. I mean, there were some things, there was like one memorable thing that made freshman year terrible. Um, not not going to sh- share that story right now, but yeah, I mean, there was actually a couple things, but one of them was really severe. Um, but I think just knowing grade school and everything, being so innocent at that level, I think made for the best years. Even though, like, you get to the point where you meet, like, counselors in high school and they say, yeah, the next four years are going to be the best years of your life. No. Grade school. Because you're still a kid. You really had, you know, no care in the world. You're able to live almost carefree. I, I still miss those days. Yeah. But final final thoughts at all, Jared, before we go get some laughter here? No, I think I'm good. Just uh, encourage your kids to learn, read, develop. Give them that little extra time throughout the day or throughout uh, their time at home. Just to, to, have, to have them know that you're thinking about them and you want to help them if they ever need it. Yep. So. Practice with them, even though they may not want to do it. Even uh, practice is still going to help them, especially with the reading. I know that seems to be, I think, well, probably the biggest struggle for anybody is the lack of wanting to continue reading. Um, so I I agree, Jared. 
encourage them to do things like that. Um, heck, you know, one last thing. It's a little side rant here. My son, Kane, you know, I, I shared this before in past episodes. He got a phone recently. Um, even when he didn't have a phone and he used other people's phones to, you know, talk to like myself or his mom. And he was trying to send a text message, right? He wouldn't type. He likes to use the voice to text speech, right? Or speech to text. We are now trying to encourage him to text it out. Even if he's trying to look something up. It's like, no, you need to type it out. Because a voice to text is not always going to give you the results you need. Now, so far, he's gotten lucky. But then again, I think that's where technology has come through. But he's missing out on the actual spelling of things. And what still drives me nuts is he's in fifth grade. Now he should know how to spell a majority of the words. Right. But that's a whole nother thing. It's still an encouragement though. Work with them on spelling practice. That's a huge thing we've enforced at home too, is making, you know, when they start the spelling, they write the words out 10 times each night. Or how, you know, Sam had come up with a different thing. Work on spelling the first night, ten spelling every word 10 times. Then the next night or whatever, she would do something. Uh, have, you know, work with him on. She would read the word. He would have to spell it out loud. If he got it wrong, he would have to, you know, do it again 10 times or whatever. And he had to work on those words. So each time he got a word right. He wouldn't have to spell it anymore or write it down. So different different methods are for different people, but uh, great practice. So just encourage your uh, you know kids to practice reading, practice spelling. Um, that's going to be very critical. Even practice their math with them so they can. Because I remember doing flashcards, but that's a whole you know. We can even can come back to school season or whatnot and talk more about developing your children at home when they're not at school or having to practice some of that schoolwork at home. Um, so they're not necessarily falling behind their classmates. So guys, you know, without further ado here, let's talk about some jokes. Cause I know Jared needs a laugh, a laugh. I hope I know he said he had a good week, you know, able to get out of, get out of a slump in a, in a way, but uh, you know, here, which school supply is king of the classroom. The ruler. A ruler. Very good. Very good. It's not so funny now, is it? Um, <laughs> what is a witch's favorite subject in school? Spelling. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Which letter of the alphabet has the most water? The C. <laughs> Very clever. I like that. Yeah, I, I liked it too. Uh, it's it's still a good one. It got, it got me too. All right. Here's another one that actually got me too. And I'm like, this is really clever. Uh, why did the teacher draw on the window? Why? Because he wanted his lesson to be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey guys, I, I appreciate it. Uh, Jared and I both appreciate your support and your, con- you know, continued support, your new support. Um, again, if you want, go and do the Q and a or the poll that we'll have on for this episode. Uh, it is on Spotify. If you want to leave us a message, you can do that as well. Uh, again, that's all exclusive to Spotify. Uh, so go ahead, do that. Otherwise you can find us on Apple sound. Um, Apple and Google Podcasts, YouTube, uh, snippets of TikTok here, and Facebook. You can, you know, DM us on Facebook, uh, Leash Dads. And then even like Jared said as well, send us an email, leashdads14 at gmail.com. Without further ado, guys, thank you, and we'll see you next time.